Hey man, uh, so, hey, full disclosure, I'm pre-recording this one a bunch of days in advance. No big deal, I just wanted to let everybody know it wasn't that go a whole week and stew on something and then, then give you the raw thoughts. Um, but but anyways, you know, I'm, I'm a little anxious about episode four, obviously. You know, I feel like I shared some things in there. It went a little bit different than I was expecting or prepared to, but like, it's just, I, I promise I was just going to be, just be me and authentic and take it or leave it. But uh, yeah, a little anxious right now, how that, uh, how that episode's doing. And, um, yeah, I don't want, I don't, I don't want anybody to think they got to reach out and ask me if I'm okay. Like I'm super good. I promise I'm, I'm good and great headspace and I don't need, I don't need a bunch, you know, I appreciate everybody's religion and whatever they want to practice. It helps them be more effective at being them, but I don't need a lot of like, Oh, Hey, Jesus has forgiven you already or any of that. I mean, I, I appreciate it. If you want to send it, you're sending it because you want to send it for you for me, I guess. But, um, yeah, I'm just a little bit like a whole bunch of people reaching out, dude, are you okay? Dude, like this or that. So a little anxious today. But no big deal, managing it. This is uh, this is what I said I was gonna do, so I want to be consistent with doing it. But um, hey, uh, I've been I wanted to record today because I'm on day six and a half. Man, I've got like 14 hours left of a seven day fast. I've gone six plus days, six and a half days, no food, no nothing, just coffee, tea, water. And uh, I wanted to capture, like, my mood now as I'm thinking about what I've went through for the last five, six days. Because I think it'll be more real than five days from now or four days from now. And then record and try to make sense of whatever. Plus, I plan on doing an Instagram post maybe maybe tomorrow. And I don't want to get into a whole bunch of details. But, um, yeah, it's been great. And, uh, I mean, I did have one tea. It was a mushroom tea something-something and I think it had five calories in it. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta be outright. I gotta, I gotta be honest about that. I'm hoping that the five calories got burnt when I poured the boiling water and so it ended up being zero calories. But, um, I realized after I did it, I was like, Oh man, that there was five calories in that bad boy and, um, bummed me out. So it's not a perfect zero calorie, but I've had five calories now in seven days. And, Here's here's the deal. Like, why did I do this, man? Here's what I didn't do it for. I didn't do it because I was worried about my weight or wanted to cleanse myself. Because I'm some freak that loves all these fad diets and wanting to be somebody new or come up and do the latest and greatest thing and then get a whole bunch of people to do my stuff. That's not why I did it. Um, I didn't even I didn't even weigh myself. I didn't even put myself on the scale when I started. I mean, I'm light right now. I'm lighter than I've been in a long time. Um, but it just, it started out, I, I came across this, Curtis Bowler did it, and he posted a picture of his steak that he was eating, and I mean, a lot of us don't read Instagrams, right? I, I don't read most of them unless I'm captivated by something, and I just was like, what's, what's what's he posting? And I scrolled past it, I hit like, and then I was like, wait a minute, let me, I haven't seen Curtis in a while, let me scroll back up and read what he's saying. I'm like, whoa, dude. You went seven days, no food. Now, Curtis is a big boy, and he loves his food. He's actually among the CrossFit seminar staff, he's known to be one of the the big eater boys. You know, there's a handful of people. I always say Stefan Roche, you cannot beat him at a eating challenge. Um, I pride myself on being up there on the top, but but Curtis is like a 
power lifter, likes the strongman stuff, big boy. And he went seven days no eating. And I just shot him a text message. says, hey, bro, man, that was wild. Congrats. What was that all about? Chatted back and forth. And he's like, you should do it. And I just said, hey, yeah, I'll do it. I just can't do it right now. I got I to gotta wait a little bit to do it. Time's got to be sort of right, right? Like, when is the best time to do seven days without eating? Um, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, though, actually. And so it went on for like two months. And finally, I was like, I'm doing it. I just texted him and said, hey, I just started my seven days. I texted him to let him know because there's a, uh, external accountability that way, right? Like, we're not just account do it without telling anybody. It's cool. Inevitably, somebody's got to find out unless you isolate yourself. But um, I texted him for accountability. And it's like, hey, I just started, man. He said, good luck, dude. A couple people didn't think I'd be able to do it. But they don't, I don't think they know me. And so, um, or the, the old me. I don't know if that's me anymore. So that's kind of part of why I did it. The old me, no doubt, man, you can't, you can't touch this. I think that the newer, the more recent version of me, you know, I've changed a little bit. Um, the need to be as hard or as tough as I used to be isn't, isn't there. And, you know, you drift into a little bit of comfort and not, not being as hard, but, um, low stress, man. And so I started it. And it actually started it on the road, which is not normal and is hard to do, right? You're traveling, flight delays, um, headed up to Vermont, and I was like, yeah, I'm starting it. And did it. And then I'm in Vermont in a cabin with Zach doing some doing some recordings and some videos and stuff. And um, there's just nothing to do, you know, idle time, but, but I was engaged, you know, I was engaged in the head with Zach on great stuff and Marion and, and Joe and them. So it occupied some time, but I really didn't feel any, any hunger or anything. You know, I'd go to the, I'd go to the general store and Zach would have breakfast and I'd buy him dinner and, you know, I was around, I, I didn't want, so part, part of the reason I do in the challenge is because I want to test myself. Why, why make it a pretty environment and safe and perfect and pristine and, to be successful, right? I could have just locked myself in a closet, slept as much as possible, been inactive, and wouldn't have these these stimuli affecting me that would push me or tempt me to eat. Like, okay, that that would be cool, but I didn't want that. That defeats the purpose of why I want to do that. I want to I want to renegotiate my relationship with food and put it back on my own terms instead of reaching for food for comfort instead of reaching for food to fill idle time or the psychological association that says when I'm driving, I always eat some ding dongs in a slim gym and I want to break that. So what, in, in order to address it and meet it head on, I decided to do my seven day fast while I was still surrounded by, by these everyday stimuli. Um, I wanted to challenge my mental resiliency when when I go into this place, like, hey, nobody's looking. I'm home alone right now. I've been home alone for three days, four days, and nothing to do. Well, I'm doing a lot, actually, but, you know, you're home alone, and it's quiet, and you get bored, or you get restless, or you just get like, oh, man, I'm feeling a little hungry. Like, nobody's going to know. Why am I doing this challenge anyways? Like, who cares? Like, I've gone far enough, and that's that mind's mind trying to rationalize letting yourself down. And so that's why I wanted to do it when it wouldn't be easy to do to test myself and uh 
It's been going great, man. My energy's been fine. I haven't really been working out. I've been, I've been active, pulling trail cameras, moving Christmas decorations to the sheds, going for a walk, hike a mountain with Joe and Zach and Marion. Like, I haven't been sleeping because I haven't been tired, really, so it's not like I've been sleeping 12 hours a day to make the time go by faster either. I've just been doing my thing, working, engaged in the head, doing some recording, doing some writing, doing my chores, hanging with the dogs. And uh, everything's been great. Super easy. First three days, no problem. And then day four got a little weird trying to travel travel back home. And then I wanted to get home. And I always love to eat at Elway's at the Denver airport, man. And so I was so close to just crushing a filet at Elway's. I was like, hey, whoa, stop. And and this is exactly why. Like I find in my adventure racing or even in my military in my military career I wouldn't succumb to those things because there was a a, a need, right? The the lives of your men always you know, superseded any personal chasing of comfort, right? Um, or easing of difficulty. So that was there, but like since I got out of the Marine Corps it's been different. That that amazing necessity has been gone. I crave it still. It's a form of accountability, I think. But I also want to pride myself on being somebody that doesn't need some external thing to hold me accountable so rigidly to still be what I believe I am or or move in the direction I want to move. So, um, anyways, I, I like doing things that are going to test me. I've, I've failed a couple times at adventure racing and ultra endurance things. I've failed a few times at personal things where it's just like, what am I doing, man? I can just go home, hang out with the dogs and Nicole, have a couple beers. I can. I don't need to be doing this hike right now. Let's let's turn around and go back. And or doing a race. Ah, uh, man, I'm miserable right now. What am I doing? I got nothing to prove. And your mind starts creating. I've gone far enough. I'm proud of what I've done. I've I've finished what I've. I don't have to finish this now. I've I've already accomplished. And and then I end up finding out that I'm disappointed afterwards right so in this challenge i want to i'm actually just i'm when i have a moment of weakness where the temptation is just toss just eat that piece of celery there's no calories in a two inch piece of celery just eat that piece of celery and i say no stop don't even open the fridge the fridge door hasn't been opened i'm afraid to look at it because the fridge hasn't been opened in three days and um i'm a little nervous about that but uh don't even open the fridge man just don't even go there. Resist that. Remember the future. Remember what you will feel like when you let yourself down. Stop trying to let yourself down. And um, I'd like to remember the future. I heard it on a on a TED Talk once, and it just resonated with me. I wish I could remember the dude. Who, I'll Google it, maybe. Or not. You Google it. But it's not. Remembering the future is not my phrase. But I love it. And uh, so when I'm in the moment right now, I just want to remember the future. I want to remember because I have an experience in the past. I'm going to end up feeling this way because I've done it before. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't try to let yourself down. And so here I am, man. And I'm struggling today. I'm struggling today because I know that the, the road is almost at the end. And what's funny is nothing's changed today. I didn't sleep well last night, but that was because I wasn't tired. And, you know, it's midnight, one o'clock, and I'm not tired. Well, I get up, do some things, but I know, like, hey, you got to get a little sleep, and bang, next thing you know, you're up at 6 a.m., two hours, three hours of sleep. But I, uh, 
I've found that it doesn't matter the distance of the race. I think it's around expectations, right? So let's say I'm on a 200 miler. How come the last five miles just seem unattainable? So unbearable, miserable. How come when I'm on a 10 mile, the last two miles seem just like, oh my God, unbearable, miserable. How come when I'm on a 10 day event and it's like everything's aces and you're dealing with stuff and you're dealing with the word and the end is right there. It's all downhill literally. And it's like the last half a day is so hard and it's always the same. It's the last X percent, call it 5%, call it 2%. I don't know, but it always seems that way. And it, is it associated with, because you've regulated effort up to that point to be able to get to there. And then you're at your like culminating point, you know, and I'm reading a great book called endure that talks about that read endure. Um, because it talks about this in a chapter, which is really cool. And it's, it's like, I've got these thoughts that are, they're totally anecdotal from my experiences, like dozens and dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of experiences that just get me to arrive here. And then I read this book and I'm like, that chapter is exactly and I mean, that's how it was with my master's degree too, right? I, I mean, I, I went to University of Maryland to get a master's in leadership with, with my cohort. And I'm thinking, here I am going to learn leadership from a bunch of college professors that they're just academics. And I've been in the Marine Corps for 20 years and seen some stuff that you don't even see on TV. And they're going to teach me about leadership? Come on. But then when I sat down, I just kept an open mind and I listened to them. And I started learning and digging into the material, like all of my experiences had greater, richer, deeper meaning because of the uh, intellectual property or the, the the book stuff, whatever the sciences or the philosophies were, gave gave meaning to it. And it was so cool. It was so cool. But anyways, um, that chapter for me really brings a lot of things into my mind about um, your forecasting and expectation and your body is an auto-regulatory system in it that you're not even aware of that controls your efforts. And that's why when you get to the end, you feel so spent and it's so hard to get that last, I don't know, 2% or whatever it is finished. I think there's something there, right? So why is it so hard for me right now today to just make it until 8 a.m. tomorrow morning? I think it's just, it's just natural. You know, people push themselves to the limit or, you know, operating at a max effort or a, an appropriate effort ratio for the duration of the event or the, the the length or distance, right? But, yeah, it's cool. I just wanted to share that. I'm not doing this for any other reason than just to push my mind to be okay not being perfect or not being completely uh, safe, right? Like, be mildly safe or a little bit less than okay, but realize that that that's still okay. And then I just rebuffer my baseline for being okay. And that makes me tougher and harder for the next time that I'm in that situation. And if I constantly rebuffering by challenging myself like that, I feel that I'm more okay in more situations, man. And that's really the, I think, I think that's the process for building grit, building resilience, getting tough, being hard, things like that. And just do, just do little things like that, you know, so, so I did seven days. I mean, for, for somebody else, it might not be seven. It might be three as a stretch for them. Well, do it because it just puts you just outside your comfort zone and, and fine. And you're going to experience the same exact things that I am for seven. Somebody else could be going 12 days for, I mean, if you guys watch naked and afraid, I love that show, you know, I'm, 
I mean, those guys go a long time, a long time. I mean, without food. So I could go 10 days. I don't know. Maybe maybe I should try to go eight days and beat Curtis Bowler. Maybe I should say, hey, I want to fight right now that I've built my expectations up that tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. the bus is going to be here and I'm going to get on it and I'm going home. And then when 8 a.m. tomorrow morning comes around, I just say, hey, you know what? The bus got a flat tire. It won't be here till the next day. you got to go another 24 hours. If you can do that to yourself, which I don't think psychologically you can because you're, you already know that you're going to do it to yourself, so it's not a surprise. You can't surprise yourself, right, like that. I think you can surprise yourself in other ways. But anyways, uh, here I am, pretty lucid. As I was moving through the week, uh, you know, two, three, and four days, two, three, and four, I felt like in a groove. My body felt good. Head was clear. I wasn't really craving food. Um, day four, my belly started, like, grumbling all day long. Uh, I haven't had a bowel movement in five days. I haven't pooped in five days. So that's going to be exciting when that thing happens. I'm wondering when I gorge myself. So I texted, um, our, we have, we have a personal assistant to help us through some things. We travel so much and we got the dogs and I texted her and said, Hey, are you available to do some work today? Cause I'm feeling a little lightheaded, whatever, you know, the end is here. And, um, She's like, yeah, man, man, what do you want? You want me to stop and pick up things? And I'm like, okay, this is cool because I was going to drive down to town today to go to Safeway and do some grocery shopping for the end celebration stuff. And I didn't, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to go in the grocery store. And that means I should because I don't want to. That means I should, really. Um, But I didn't think it was smart. I don't think it was need. I don't think I needed to do that. And so I just gave her a list of stuff to to buy, bring up here to open the fridge to do it you know, and I'm excited for tomorrow, but I'm, I'm wondering when I put all of this stuff into my belly at once at 8am, uh, how I'm going to react to that, man. And I'm going out to dinner tomorrow night by myself and it's going to get stupid. I won't have any alcohol. I don't, I don't think that I want to have any alcohol. I want to go another, I want to go like another 30 days with no alcohol. I like going in shifts like that, but, um, you know, not going to the grocery store, was a decision that I could still do or not do, but it's not like I haven't been subjected to, like I put myself deliberately to have dinner with some people and sat there and drank tea and no big deal. Tried to make it not hard for them by just being okay. And it was, it was fine. Um, surrounded in the airport on delay after delay and with all the smells at the airport. I mean, come on, that stuff is crazy. And then I was at the VA all day the other day and I mean, they got, it all, people are all making food all day long and there's donuts sitting on every counter and it's just like, oh man, so tempt- I wasn't trying to eliminate the temptations to see how tough I was. I was trying to see how tough I was because I was in the environment with the temptations. And um, that's probably a much more succinct way of saying what I mumbled about for for three minutes a little while ago, but it's all right. That's what's cool. Like talking out loud helps you get better. So... Yeah, man. Hey, seven-day fast. There it is. I'm excited. Tomorrow. Again, that's not about the weight. It's not about whether this was healthy or not. I don't even tell me, oh, my God, that's not healthy. That's stupid. I wasn't doing it for those reasons. And if I felt that I wasn't healthy, I would eat, right? I feel confident enough that I can execute smart, prudent decisions, even in the face of wanting or desiring to achieve certain goals, right? I mean, that's that's what's being smart's all about. Um, so... That's that. I wanted to record this now while I was having these thoughts in the moment. Um, 
yeah so hopefully you're enjoying the podcast i talked to john today about um adjusting the mic setting so maybe this mic setting that i just fixed for this one is better i've got it up on stitcher and google play now and i think we'll try to do um uh there's one more that that john said to try to get it on i said in a couple weeks oh youtube he said maybe try to put on youtube but i mean i don't have a great audience base so it doesn't i mean and that's not what it's about as much anyways is just sharing it feels good for me to share and talk and process these things out and if anybody's just getting a tiny little bit of something it makes them think different use it take it it's yours just use it how you want twist it adapt it and um if there's something that you don't agree with, man, shoot me a note. If there's something that you didn't like, shoot me a note. Or or just leave it, too. Like, I'm not trying to push anything on anybody. But, uh, yeah, so episode five, I did it a little in advance. Thanks for listening, man. Be in touch. Best.